Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Uh, gonna make a couple points here, no like direct line, where you're continuing the series that Jesus already came back, and I'm gonna emphasize a couple of very important points. Now, remember guys that I don't go into detail about anything on this podcast for a couple reasons. One, I don't have time to do in-depth research and prepare episodes. I do research in-depth, but I don't have time to prepare and correlate it into a organized episode and number two i really want you guys to research this on your own and learn how to grow in faith and then the spirit and create your own thoughts and ideas by yourself and without me i just present the ideas and the reasons i believe them it is entirely clear in the king james bible if you read it which is the most common english translation even today and a, a lot of people only use the king james bible and think that it's the only totally correct translation, and I'm about to disprove that really quickly here in a second. In the argument over eschatology and whether Jesus is coming back in the future or he already had a past coming, it is very important to look at the Bible, obviously. If you look at the King James Bible, it routinely says end of the world uh, to represent the time of Jesus' coming. In the Great Commission at the end of Matthew chapter 28, I'm going to read to you this. I just bought a Bible which came in two days ago called the Interlinear Bible, which has the ancient Greek and Hebrew text alongside the literal translation, English translation of those texts. So I'm reading the word-for-word translation for you. And the Great Commission says, Going then, disciple all nations, baptizing them, into the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, whatever I commanded you. And behold, I am with you all the days until the completion of the age. Amen. Now, in the King James Version, which I do not have on me, it's on the other side of my room here, but um, it says, until the end of the world. Those are two totally different things. Because what the original Greek says is age and not world, which represents two totally different things. So if the King James Version was right in the original Greek said world, then preterism would just be wiped off the earth. In the other text, we can flip to Matthew 24 really quickly. It may take me a second to find this because this is a difficult Bible to navigate. But um, I'm going to try and... And and find this. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be able to find this, but um because the words on this are very small, it's a it's an absolutely massive Bible. But it, it says the same uh thing about the generation. Uh and a lot of people just skip right past it. I emphasize in every one of the episodes I've done on preterism that about the Bible, about Jesus speaking directly to that generation. Now, Jesus talking about events in the New Testament of there to come, he says this generation many, many times. Now, in order to believe a futuristic sense, the argument is, is when Jesus says this generation shall not pass away till all these things have occurred. What a lot of uh, modern-day scholars and pastors say, Jesus is saying this generation as in the last generation here on earth. 
which you can explain away that. But there's a couple problems too. When you are looking in the context of Matthew 24, and you are reading uh, the judgment that is about to occur, the context of this is in the chapter before that, Matthew 23, Jesus was uh, condemning the Pharisees. He was condemning the high priest, and he was condemning, condemning all the Jewish religious leaders for their corruption. So once we get into Matthew 24, we see here Jesus is simply explaining about all the judgment that was about to occur to them then. So this generation argument does not even make any contextual sense. Point number two with that. If Jesus has said multiple times this generation... Every scholar or or anyone that reads the Bible will, will agree that those events were uh, Jesus meant for that generation. But why does it all of a sudden change when it comes to his second coming? Uh, and and that, that would be all the points I would have on that. I have been asked multiple times by people whenever I mention preterism, who is the Antichrist? And there there's two beasts described in Revelation. Uh, the first beast in the full preterist view, the Antichrist, will be Emperor Nero, which makes perfect sense. I have a link to a whole article in depth that I, I have no idea how to explain on this podcast. I'll try and do it someday, but as of right now, I just read the whole thing before I started this episode. I have no idea how to explain it, how 666 is actually the name of Nero. You can read the article itself. It will be in the link in the description. And the other beast would be Emperor Vespasian. And Josephus writes, and I don't have the quote on me. I'll get it for you guys in a sec. You can check out Sean McCraney's um, Jesus, Jesus Returned episodes. He has the quotes for you about them doing miracles, about healing people, doing what John in Revelation talks about the Antichrist doing. So it all fits. And preterism. We have, from the literal reading of the Bible, the end of the age, the age of the Jews, the end of the Jewish system of living, all the tribes we know we don't know of anymore, of we don't uh, do animal sacrifices anymore, all that ended in 70 AD. The beast, the Antichrist, we can show you who they were and how they fulfilled the the rep, the um, verses in Revelation. In fact, even John says that the there are antichrists already amongst us in one of his letters. So you cannot just explain that away. Either John was correct in saying there are already antichrists among us, or he was incorrect in stating that. And if the apostles, in terms of dates, in terms of the way they describe the things, because it's undeniable that through a contextual and literal reading of the New Testament, that the apostles were expecting a quick return of Jesus, were expecting a return soon to happen. That's why they were so strict on the church then. They were trying to protect the bride, trying to get people ready for the judgment that was about to occur. So... If the apostles were wrong about the second coming, then why should we trust anything else they have to say? Because, again, the time is at hand. Paul uses that phrase. John uses that phrase. I've said it many times on this show. I'll take you to Revelation once again, if you're a new listener. 
I'll flip there right now. Because although no man knows the hour, which is what Jesus said, they, Jesus and the apostles gave a general time frame for when we should expect these events to happen. Right? This is Revelation uh, chapter 1, verse 19. Write what things you saw and what things are and what things are about to occur after these things. Literal translation of it. From the Greek, the original Greek. If Jesus hasn't returned already, then we cannot trust anything in the New Testament. Because of the phraseology that the apostles and Jesus used. And Jesus gave an exact time frame, this generation. And I've pointed to that other verse. Check out uh, Jesus Has Already Came Back, part one. I went through a whole list of verses about the time when Jesus was supposed to come. There are some among you that will not have tasted death till you see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. That's Jesus talking, and it's not me. So you guys yourself have to decide what you're going to accept. Because the futurist view, the only reason there are so futurists around is, one, people haven't heard of preterism. Two, people skip over the verses. Or three, people are in self-denial about it. I don't care if the church fathers said Jesus hasn't returned already. They are just as capable as me of figuring this out. They have no authority over me. I care what the apostles and Jesus himself wrote, which are the people who do have authority. And what they wrote down is a clear and quick return of Christ and judgment on Jerusalem. Check out the links below. Check out Christian Anarchy today. We have a fantastic episode that just came out called did Jesus pay for the sins of the world? It will be in the description. And check out that article I told you about Emperor Nero being the Antichrist. And we will see you here Wednesday. This is Common Sense Christianity.